Unlock the power of your mind. This is Provocative Enlightenment with Eldon Taylor. Welcome to another hour dedicated to the inquiry of what exactly enlightenment means and what it is to be enlightened. Indeed, an hour committed to learning something more about ourselves, an hour designed to help us go further inward and perhaps challenge some of those old ideas about the world we live in and the people we have become. This is an hour for the open-minded, for where our search might take us may provoke a level of insight that may just perturb our notion of what is real, what is tractable, what is of consequence, and more. It is therefore an error where we admit at the outset that our foregone conclusions could all be wrong, and in that way we hope to truly open ourselves up to the plausibility of a new level of comprehension that in some ways somehow may indeed lead to that elusive state known as enlightenment. All right, now every week I read a few of your letters as our way of acknowledging the importance you play in helping us to shape our show and improve it. Your feedback continues to be very important to me. Last week, our show featured Michael Neal. Many of you commented on his coaching fee of $60,000. He justified this on the basis that when you pay, you listen. Bert wrote, If I had $60,000 to spend this way, you can count I would damn well listen. Well, Bert, I'll tell you what. Most would agree with you, that's for sure. Sandra wrote, I love listening to you on A-House Radio. It certainly provokes me to think... Uh, and, and, you know, what I'm going to say is thank you very much, Sandra. That's the idea behind our show. Sorry for that little hesitation there. Uh, Saba, writing from Pakistan, said, I love to listen to your program, Provocative Enlightenment. Thanks, Saba, and we hope you keep on listening. Melody wrote, regarding the free MP3 files we make available, thank you. You and your team are wonderful. Much love and gratitude. Well, thank you, Melody, and for all of you. Uh, do remember to take advantage of those free MP3 Intertalk programs that you can download at absolutely no cost by simply going to intertalk.com and choosing the left-hand navigation pane uh, under free programs. They're not; These are not samples. The programs we offer there are part of our pay-it-forward efforts, and they are the patented, improved, and effective technology that so many institutions and researchers have repeatedly demonstrated effective. We have programs there for everything from stress to dealing with the loss of a loved one. And don't forget while you're there to get your copy of our best-selling or formerly best-selling because we don't sell it anymore. We give it away for giving and letting go. Another proven program that is yours free and in my opinion, if you know my work, is the basis of where you start everything. All right. Brad wrote, I recently read the book by Eldon Taylor, Mind Programming. And I have listened to the Serenity CD, and it's truly amazing. There is certainly an improvement in my thoughts that I have, and I am looking forward to using more of your products. Well, thank you, Brad. Victoria wrote, Your book, Mind Programming, is wonderful. Not only did you point out how our freedom to think is so easily taken from us without our knowledge, but you provided information and tools with which we can protect ourselves and forge ahead. Thank you for that. Well, thank you, Victoria. And I want to remind all of you, that Mind Programming is now in paperback, was just released, and the selling, it's selling at places like Amazon for around 10 or $11, and, you know, other online stores, I shouldn't just say Amazon, and it comes with a Serenity CD that normally sells by itself for twenty seven ninety five, and that's the same CD Brad was talking about in the earlier letter I read. Okay, that's all the time that we're going to take today for letters. 
But I do invite you to opine by leaving comments on my website, emailing me at Eldon at intertalk, I-N-N-E-R-T-A-L-K dot com, and or joining me on Facebook. I do read all of your letters, including those that don't make it to our show. Uh, and they do impact our programming, and I really want to, to express my gratitude to you for uh, taking the time to write. All right, now, before we get to today's subject, my friend Dr. Rupert Sheldrake, author of The Future of the Past, most of you probably know his work through morphogenic uh, resonance, and many other great books, has a new study about to launch. Perhaps you remember when Rupert was a guest on our show and we spoke about animal telepathy. Dr. Sheldrake is starting a new project on telephone telepathy with animals. Some cats seem to know who's calling and get excited when the person they are attached to is on the line, even before the phone has been answered. They ignore calls from other people. Some dogs and parrots do this too. He is currently looking at the natural history of this phenomena. And uh, if you have an animal that does this, please tell him all about it by emailing your information to, and take this down please, Sheldrake, S-H-E-L-D-R-A-K-E, at sheldrake.org. You might say something in your email that I have a pet, you heard about it on Provocative Enlightenment or something of that nature in uh, the tagline. I'm sure Rupert gets a lot of email, but he really would uh, like this information if you have a pet that responds this way. Okay, to today's subject and how it may or may not impact on this notion we call enlightenment. Is it enlightened, for example, to use numerology to guide the selection of a lover or, for that matter, to guide anything in your life? Is it bromidic or trite to think that passing on our personal responsibility by handing off our decisions to such things as a deck of cards or a system of numbers is a so-called cop-out? Skeptics view numerology as an elaborate abuse of numbers and anything but divinatory. James Randi, for example, has this to say about numerology, quote, The mystical attraction of basic qualities of numbers resulted in strange theories about magical powers that could be invoked or discovered by carrying out certain arithmetical operations. Such a belief, based on an idea of Pythagoras that all facts could be reduced to numbers, results from a failure to understand the true nature of the concept of number. In applying numerology to a person's name, for example, there are many different systems in this, quote, art, for assigning numbers to the letters of the alphabet, adding them up and arriving at a series of qualities, characteristics, and specific facts that are said to apply to that person. Continuing Randy's quote, the dubious nature of the practice becomes obvious when you examine the methods it can be seen that there is no standard and no consistency in numerology, let alone rationality, but it provides an easy method for the naive person to play a satisfying game without having to apply any intellectual powers to the matter, end quote. Now, James Randi's famous for being <clears throat> the consummate skeptic of just about anything, uh, but the question is, are Randi's comments overly ha- harsh? And unjust? Well, perhaps the question should be one more of, do numbers really control us or describe us uh, in meaningful ways? Uh, remember 9-11? And I mean, who doesn't? 
Remember the numerologists that rushed forward to tell us things like, uh, and I'm quoting now, the moment I heard the news, I noticed the date, 9-11-2001, end quote. Now, <clears throat> consider this. The number 11 is generally considered to be one of the so-called master numbers by numerologists. So numerology enthusiasts have compiled a list of various items related to the terrorist attack that points to the master number 11. Now, I've always thought of 11 as this was a master spiritual number, but let's just continue with this, all right? So this is just a portion of what they found. The tragedy occurred on the date 9-11. 9 plus 1 plus 1 equals 11. September 11th was the 254th day of the year. So 2 plus 5 plus 4 equals 11. The airplane that hit the North Tower was Flight 11. The flight had 92 people on board. 9 plus 2 equals 11. The airplane that hit the South Tower had 65 passengers. 6 plus 5 equals 11. The Twin Towers resembled the number 11. In the English expression of the, of the name New York City, there are 11 letters. Okay, <clears throat> what then does all of that mean? Or consider this, a subject of some controversy among many and quoted here from archaeologist Johann Normach's non-materialistic blog, neo-materialistic, excuse me, most prophets, quote, most prophets of nonsense have settled for the December 21st, 2012, as their end date of the long count cycle. This is often connected with the fact that this date is also when the winter solstice occurs. The winter solstice is the shortest day and longest night of the year north of the equator. The exact time for the solstice is 11.11 p.m., Greenwich Mean Time. December 21st, 2012 equals 11, because if I add those numbers together again, 1 plus 2, 2 plus 1, 2 plus 0 plus 1 plus 2, it comes out to 11. So obviously, the number 11 is important. As mentioned, the winter solstice occurs on 11.11 p.m. From Uri Geller, the fork bender, we learn that if we multiply 11.11 by itself, we will get 1, 2, 3, 4, 3, 2, 1, which forms a pyramid. This, of course, means that number 11 is a sacred number of the pyramid since the Khufu pyramid in Egypt has the base height ratio of 7 to 11. Never mind that this ratio base height does not relate to many Mesoamerican pyramids. The Khufu period will all, a pyramid will always be the raw model. 11 is also harmonious with pi and hence crucial for our understanding of the universe. Continuing Norwalk's quote, 11 is all, uh, Geller says that 1111 is a crack between two worlds. Parenthetically, the world of crackpots, maybe. End quote by Mr. Norway. All right. For me, the proof is in the pudding. I prefer the pragmatic approach to the question. And, and that simply is, does numerology work or not? And if so, does it do so in a reliable and therefore testable manner? For Pythagoras, everything was vibration, and vibration is geometry, and that is math or numbers. For modern science, everything is vibration. Pythagoras believed that the planetary alignment placed different vibratory pressure on us when we were born, and this becomes somewhat of a template for who and what we might become. Thus, the birth of numerology. 
Our guest today has really made some pudding, so to speak, and has a track record that is impressive. But before we get to her, I want to remind you that we want your input, ideas, opinions, and questions. Uh, So we invite you to join us. Our special guest today is the famous numerologist, Glynis McCants. It is said that Glynis McCants is known as Hollywood's celebrity numerologist. Glynis has been studying numerology for over 20 years. She uses Pythagoras number system, which is some 2,500 years old. After evaluating more than 15,000 numerology charts, numerology, yeah, I'll get that said right, Glynis wrote the best-selling book, Glynis Has Your Number. She is also the creator of the numerology kit, the individual reading chart, and the Are We Soulmates program. You may have seen her on Beyond with James Von Prague, The View, Entertainment Tonight, or a number of other popular TV shows. She's been featured in Time Magazine, Star Magazine, U.S. Weekly, People Magazine, and a number of others to name but a few. Before the presidential elections in October 2008, Glennis McCants was on The View and said that Barack Obama and Joe Biden would win, and we see that they did. Glennis is a recurring guest on Coast to Coast AM with my friend George Nury, where she claims to average no less than 3 million hits on her website after each radio appearance. Glennis is famous for her exceptional speed and accuracy. One of her specialties is predicting whether a celebrity couple will sizzle or fizzle as time goes on. When she does live readings, she does not miss. Glennis will be taking your calls today, so let's get right to her. Glynis McCants, welcome to Provocative Enlightenment. Hi, Eldon. It's interesting to be here. Interesting introduction, unique to <laughs> my ear, to say the least. Well, and my first question to you is, how do you handle the naysayers? Doesn't happen, Eldon. i got to tell you, it's a fact. Uh, when I meet someone, by the time I'm through, they're like, you know, I didn't know anything about this, but I have to say it was really accurate. I hear it day in and day out, so that doesn't happen. The only ones who go negative are the ones who don't know anything about numerology per se. Like, they have not lived the experience, and they certainly haven't met me or my take on it. Now, let me ask you this, Glennis, and our lines are already lighting up. You're a very popular guest, and and, and I'm looking forward to, to this show. But let, let me... I, I have a personal acquaintance that uh, has used some of your methods, and they've come away and they have said this to me. This woman is incredible in person, but her methods didn't work at all for me. I wonder if it's her, maybe some psychic ability or something. So my question to you is, are all numerologists on a level playing field? I mean, are they all the same? Or is there something special about Glynis McCants? I I would say that my gift, first of all, is God-given. I mean, I was raised Catholic, and that is my faith. But my ability to understand people through the numbers is tremendous. And, however, the books I wrote, Glynis Has Your Number, and certainly the new book, Love by the Numbers, all... including the person who said that to you, if they headed over and read what people say, people talk about picking up the book, and the minute it's in their hands, they're able to read and understand themselves and their family. And again, this is something I don't hear every so often. I hear it every single day. And going back to Coast to Coast for a moment, um, when I say that I get 3 million hits on the website after an appearance, it's a fact. I mean, in January, that's, uh, and as a matter of fact, you know I love George Norrie, as do you, but they invite me back because it is true. My passion and my sincerity about this is an understatement. 
I really believe that God put us on this planet to learn lessons, but I don't think we're here only to suffer. I have laid out the signs of numbers in a way that can help improve your life and help you achieve more of your dreams and what it is you want. So that's the, yeah, that is the motivation. You didn't really answer my question, but you also did. Glynis McCants is special. I will take that one. Uh, we, we, will, we will just consider that you have a special way of doing this and a special ability to read. Now, you have a reading for me, I believe. Are you going to give that to me? Yeah. Um, when I look at your numbers, the, the name itself, Eldon Taylor, is 966. And six actually feels the need to help other people. It's like the, it's the papa. You know, if someone's in trouble and it's someone you love, you, you really come to bat for them. And thank you goes a long way with you. You know, you don't mind working hard, but the gratitude does help and makes it possible for you to give 150%. I think you, you automatically do that, but boy, do you welcome when someone's actually grateful. You were born on a nine day. The nine is the natural leader. It means people assume you know what's going on, even if you have no clue. You have that ability to kind of make it work where you sometimes walk away and say, wow, I don't even know how I knew that. Like it comes through your body, that kind of intuition and insight. Your life path numbers are two. It is the master number 11-2, which means feeling called to master your life. It's what keeps you motivated. It's why you never stop. It's like, okay, what's next? What else do I have to offer? The downside of the two, when you have the master number, there is the voice that can say, no matter how good, not good enough. And I, I'm going to guess that you've overcome that voice at this time in your life. But it is something that it's like a bully in your head. Like you process. And when everything goes well and one thing goes wrong, it's a loop tape where your mind kind of processes that again and again. And then you decide, hey, I'm human and I did the best I could and I will only get better. You have a one attitude, which means you strive to be the best at what you do. So, again, you are not competing with anyone out there. You are trying to be your best self. That's what, that's what motivates you. All right. <laughs> when you give a reading like that to a person, they certainly wouldn't want to say to you that you were wrong, even if they you know, thought that, that they weren't as secure and as confident as, uh, as, as, you, as you put it out. <clears throat> Well, uh, I, and then I'd have to ask you, Eldon, if I said that the downside of the master number is to say, no matter how good, not good enough, that's someone who's had to work on their confidence, isn't it? Yes, it is. Well, yes, then, it is indeed. there's two sides to it, right, Eldon? You know, I'm going to duck out of this with Glennis McCanson, and what we're going to do is we're going to jump over to the telephone, and we're going to take a caller right off the bat. Uh, we normally, you know, uh, would ask you several more questions, but let's take a caller or two and then come back, all right? Mm-hmm. All right, on line one, we have Joan, I believe, from St. John's, Newfoundland. There we go, I get it out. Are you with us, Joan? Yes. Welcome to Provocative Enlightenment. You uh, have a question for Glynis McCants? Um, yeah, I don't know if the show is all necessarily related to relationships, but that's, that was originally... Well, actually, Joan, my book's called Love by the Numbers, How okay. to Find Great Love or Reignite the Love You Have, and that's my latest book, so... It is actually about relationships. Okay. And it is a very good book. I've read the book. I have it right here in my hand, and, and she is absolutely right. Uh, when you read this book, it does it opens up the doors just kind of automatically for you. So now I'll shut up. What is, what is your question? <laughs> well, I, I just I don't know that much about numerology, but I do know that I've been noticing it a bit more, and I see a lot of triple numbers, 222-333-444. And I guess the question I have is that I have not been in a relationship for a long time, and if you have any kind of a reading or suggestion or something that would help me get into a 
I'll tell you what's going on, but also I want to say that you're at work right now, aren't you? Yes, I am. Yes, because I know that whispering. You don't even have to be psychic to know that's what's going on there, right, Joan? All right. So, Joan, you're actually a six-life path, so I'd first have to have, did you have kids, children? Yes. How many? Two. When did you get divorced? Ten years ago. How old were they? Uh, Nine and twelve. Okay, because here's the deal. A six-life path woman. Their mission statement is all about becoming and being a good parent. So it's easy to lose your love life and everything once you are single. You see? Mm-hmm. That's why there's been no relationship. It's, the focus has been on the kids. Mm-hmm, exactly. Okay. A six-life path is also a strong woman, so that means you need a man who's powerful enough to take you on. Because, Joan, you're not easily impressed. If a man comes over and he tries to impress you, your eyes roll to the back of your head. <laughs> You know, it's true. It's like, I got no time for this. However, if this is a hard worker and a guy who has compassion and who also enjoys children, you'd be over the moon. So what I would tell you, Joan, there are certain numbers that are naturally matched to you. Three, six, nine, and two. I would say those are numbers that approve of you. That's how you'd remember it. Three, six, nine, and two. How do you figure that out? At numberslady.com, my website, if you go where it says numbers, you can look up the life path and read the definition, but those are your best numbers in numerology, okay? Okay. Now, here's what you also need to know. You're in a personal year of five right now, Joan, which means your life's out of control. Nothing's working quite right. Plus, it's moving too quickly. Have you felt it? Well, yeah, it's interesting you say that because I am making up, wanting to make a uh, um, career move, and it's been, I feel like it's been stalling for a long time. Yeah, but you can't do it, and I'll tell you why. Okay. In the cycle five, we make a big move. It's like, it's not a cycle to make the move. It's not a cycle to get married. If you quit the job, it might be complicated. You don't want to move into a new house. What you do, this is a cycle to take care of yourself, be more loving towards yourself. Like, uh, it could be taking little trips, little adventures, uh, taking better care of your physical body. Because of the new cycle, Joan, January 1st, cycle of six, it's your time. You can get the job you want, and you'll be happy. It's like life will calm back down again. I needed to hear that because it seems like it's been going on for quite some time. Well, this year especially. I mean, it's like you have an idea on Monday, suddenly it's Friday, and you never did it. Yeah. There you (laughs) go. (laughs) Exactly. I can't wait to read your book. Thank you very much. Thanks for calling. Love all you Joan. Thanks. Okay, bye. All right, Glennis, we have about 30 seconds before we have to go to break. So, you know, everybody knows. Uh, give that website again where you can go get the numbers. Well, the website is www.numberslady.com. They can actually go there and look up their life path number, which is the most important number in numerology. They can also look up their attitude number, which is kind of their attitude towards life. And it's just a fun way. I call it the appetizers. It's certainly not lunch or dinner. They can also get your book because you... uh... Yes, my books are there. Uh, Love by the Numbers is at the top. And again, this is summertime. If anyone's... uh, There's two things happening. You might be in a marriage where you're almost like roommates. All right, you got to hold that. We'll get it when we get back from break. You're listening to Provocative Enlightenment. My special guest today is Glennis McCants. We'll be right back after these messages from some of our friends. Have you talked to yourself lately? What does that inner voice say? Are you constantly hearing negative feedback? Ready for a change? InnerTalk, Eldon Taylor's patented subliminal technology, can do just that. Change your inner self-talk. Turn off the negative by replacing it with positive affirmations. InnerTalk has been researched at universities such as Stanford and by governments around the world and has been proven effective at priming your self-talk. Armed with a new positive outlook, you'll find everything becomes easier. 
from losing weight to stop smoking, giving presentations to riding horses, learn new things to being a powerful salesperson. Choose your title for change today. Visit www.innertalk.com. That's I-N-N-E-R-T-A-L-K.com. Innertalk.com. Confusion, deception, manipulation, feeling a bit controlled, lost. Learn how you can take back control of your life through proven techniques in Eldon Taylor's revised edition of Choices and Illusions. This New York Times bestseller is a guidebook to your journey to self-actualization filled with practical, real-life solutions backed by scientific studies and guaranteed to awaken your inner genie. Get your copy today from all bookstores. Unlock the power of your mind. This is Provocative Enlightenment with Eldon Taylor. Welcome back. If you just joined us, we're discussing numerology with author Glennis McCants, the one and only. And, and, and it is indeed a pleasure to meet you, even though it is in, in this form. Uh, Glennis, I have to tell you that. I love your confidence. I love your enthusiasm. I love the way you just go right at those those issues that we brought at the top of the show. Uh, and I do, uh, I, 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 I guess I would say uh, we had an off-the-air conversation, that off-the-air conversation essentially, if I can paraphrase you, you made it real clear that somebody can read your book, but that doesn't mean they're going to go do what you do. No. And that's the point I wanted to make. Um, well, because every one of here. us comes with, with different lessons or uh, different gifts. I mean, my gift is clearly numerology. No getting around it. No one's going to squawk like I do. No one's going to go on air with the passion I have. This is how I came through. But people can read the book and still, you know, get that information they need to improve their life. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So now we have taken it out of the the realm of the so-called scientific. We have placed it in the realm of the subjective. We all have subjective experiences. Eldon, Eldon. Yes. Honey, i got to tell you something. If this wasn't a science of numbers, it wouldn't be accurate. How could I go all over the world and still be accurate with the reads if, if it meant nothing? I have to believe. Let's, I mean, I do believe it's a science of numbers. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not discounting that, but I am saying that if everybody can't do it, if what we have is if we can't sit down with a system that everyone could do and come up with the same conclusion then we take it out of what we call science. We put it in the realm of subjective. You have a gift. That gift employs numbers. Pythagoras had a gift. He put a six-string on the lyre without yes. uh, without any any purpose or reason. I mean, it, it just out of the air, he said we needed a six-string. Well, now, today we can theorize backwards as to why we had that six-string, but right. science is all about repetition. If I can't repeat the experiment that someone runs in Utah and do that in Seattle, then I've got a problem with calling it science. On the other hand, we can't really look at the world and say that only the scientific is valid from a standpoint of verifiability because the very nature of our subjective experience is not verifiable. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. the point I was making is that Glennis McCants is special. 
I'm not saying, nor would I want to say, that numerology, per se, has a standard that will produce the same results, irrespective of who utilizes that tool, and will uh, come to a verifiable uh, means or outcome. So, Eldon, here's what I would say to that. If I do not have a person's first and last name and full date of birth, I cannot read them. Why? I don't disagree. Okay. Why? No. I really well, can't. Like, it would be like asking me to build a house without a hammer and a nail. I can't do it. I said to the person, what's your name? What's your date of birth? If I don't have it, I can be intuitive, but I, it doesn't mean I'm going to be right. And numerology makes me right. So praise there, God on that one. But there are gifted people that ask questions, and they don't ask the numbers, but they have to ask certain questions in order to be able to, but I just, you know, you, John you, Edwards is a case in point. John I, comes I, to but, my mind. And those people hit and miss a lot. They hit and miss a lot. And I love them all. But I'm saying, when I do a read and I really sit down with that human, it's, it's just wonderfly accurate. And, yes, there okay. are times that I will Dennis, have an let me insight. Ask, they let me ask have. you this, since we're on the air, and this is all yeah. candid, and we, you know, we are yeah. having the conversation like we're at the table. <clears throat> How would, I mean, has anyone ever studied what you do by way of taking your method yes. and, and three or four candidates that you would suggest that had learned your method yes. and giving them the same person to give a reading to and had the same outcome. Has anybody ever done that? This is what they've done. I've had people literally take my books and teach workshops that were simply accurate, where they got the positive feedback the same way I did, the same way I did, using the tools that are in my book. And the tools I learned in the books, you know, I will say this. After studying numerology 21 years, I reached some unique conclusions that Pythagoras didn't teach me. You know, I took his basic science, and then I saw some breakthroughs that I noticed, and I put them in my book. And I think by adding that, it made it even more accurate. So, yeah, I mean, I've witnessed people be able to read the way I do, but so through you, teaching and through studying the books. So if I were to ask you, would you provide uh, two or three people that I would actually run that study? We would conduct that study. We would uh, attempt to verify that there is a system called well, numerology. Uh, Eldon, how come? about I hook you up with four different workshops using my books and watch the accuracy in every class? Because that's how it works. I, don't, well, I do not hang out with fellow okay. numerologists. I do not. All right. Uh, okay, what I you know I'm talking about uh, uh, the kind of study that you you could actually control with a single modality. But that, let's go to the phones. Let's take some callers. I find this all very very interesting. Uh, I think you and I maybe uh, could hash out some some definitions and get closer to common ground. But I don't want to use all that time, all of our time, looking at that. Let's go to line four. We have uh, Tamilka, I believe. In Atlanta, Georgia, welcome to Provocative Enlightenment. Do you have a question for Glennis? Yes, I do. I was calling to find out about my employment situation. Okay, so Tamika, what I do is I'd look at the numbers to talk about what your natural gifts are in numerology. Okay. And you're technically a three-life path, which means here to motivate and uplift other people. That's a big part of who you are. Whatever the skill is, it's got to be with it. You should have an audience of some sort. It could be writing. It could be motivational speaking. It could also be counseling, because when someone's in trouble, you tend to have advice, do you not? Yes, I You do, do it all the time. I mean, you help people all the time. So why not make a living doing that, right, Domingo? Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm trying to get. Right, so tell me, 
um, what were you considering? Because what I can look at, you give me career options, I can tell you from your numbers what would be best for you. I'm actually working on a book. Okay, uh, well, hello, Double Three, that's a writer. I'm yeah. Double Three. Clearly, I've written my books. Now, are you, what, tell me, is the book where it provides hope for other people? Is that part of the book? No. Tell me what it it's is. A, it's, uh, it would be more of a, um, me, like a tell-all. Um, kind of my biography. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. And how are you doing on that book? Are you having trouble getting through it, or is it just coming right out of you? What's happening with that book? It's basically it's coming right out. It's I'm not, you know, I'm not chapter by chapter. I'm doing what comes out. I'm writing that and typing that and getting that out of the way first. Um, and as it's coming to me, I'm putting it on. You know, I'm putting it on paper. So let so. me tell you, or let me ask you, when you write this, are you saying that by the end of the book there's no optimism for the reader? I think, I think there will be. Of course there will. A three is here to make people feel better. There should be humor in the book. I'd be shocked if you weren't funny. Yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, you're double three. That's the natural comedian. As a matter of fact, when I was in my 20s, I did stand up. It's not hard for us to find the humor in a situation. So your double three is about humor, but I just want you to keep in mind that by the end of the book, you give people some hope through your own story. Yeah. Okay, that's the answer. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks Bye -bye. for calling. So I'm going to give you a question next out of our chat room so some of our chat people get a chance to get in. This is from Colleen. Uh, she says, I'm new to this. My husband is full of negative uh, depressive energy. I can feel it literally radiate off of him. Would our birth dates or the day we got married be a part of this? He is 10 years older than me. His negativity is affecting the house, our marriage, and me, and our two children. Is there any way I can change this? And, of course, I would answer that by saying, yes, go buy the book, Love by the Numbers. It's spelled out there. But you're but the author. But here's the other answer. Did she give you her birth date? No, she did not. Okay, because here's the deal. When I hear that... The first thought I have is clearly there are three ways that numbers interact. You're either compatible, which you can agree to disagree. You're naturally matched, which is like best friends. I mean, you have this instant understanding. Or you're toxic. And toxic means no matter what you say, there's a breakdown in communication. It doesn't make one person bad and the other one good, but it really makes it hard to be together. Clearly, what she's defining to me is a toxic number to her in numerology. And so what do you do with that, Eldon? If you're married, I give you tools to make it better, like a new way to communicate so you can still coexist. But if you're dating, I tell you, walk away. There's no need yeah. to hang with a toxic number for the rest of your life. Why bother? Why do that? And All by right. the way, Eldon, I picked my husband by the numbers on a by dating site where I said, numerologist <laughs> looking for a man who's really got my number. And I literally got my Charles Youngblood, the most amazing man I've ever known, through... Numbers. Three numbers, Three Eldon. Numbers. Okay. I, I, I believe you. I mean, I'm sure. I am sold on you, Glynis. <laughs> okay. No, no, I'm sold on you. Colleen has just provided her birth uh, date through the chat room. Uh, I'll add it on before we take another call. That's September the 7th, 1960. All right. Well, I don't have that. On. All right. Maybe they'll give it. What's that? 228-1958. All right. His birthday is 228-1958. Her birthday's nine seven sixty seven. Um, say those again, please. Two twenty eight. Uh, two twenty eight fifty eight. Uh huh. And nine seven sixty seven. Okay. So she actually has the life path, and what and what was her name? 
Colleen? Colleen. Okay, so just for the record, their life path number is toxic to each other. Surprise! Yeah. There's a breakdown of communication. Now, what's causing the frustration with the husband, I believe, he's born on a seven day, he's a three life path. Well, seven means man of mystery. She doesn't always know what's going on or what he's really thinking or feeling. And then he's a three, so she's got two people there. Sometimes he's in a great mood, he's fine. Then other times when he's miserable, it's like the black cloud enters their home. Now, in my book, do I cover that? Absolutely. I would tell her how to understand it so she doesn't take it personally. What's going wrong is it's, it's taken away the sun from her own life. She's miserable just because he is. doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, that's, uh, that is, of course, what I got out of your book when I read your book. So mm-hmm. let's, uh, let's take uh, another caller. We have Angela on line five from Bismarck, North Dakota. Angela, welcome to Provocative Enlightenment. Hi, thank you. Glennis, I just want to tell you I'm a huge fan, and I first met you or heard of you on Tiffany on oh, Satellite yeah, Radio. Oh, yeah, wonderful. Yeah, she's terrific. She is amazing. So my question to you is, is I'm a three-life path uh-huh. also, and my challenge number is an eight. Uh-huh. And you're always saying how to put um, the letter H or something in your wallet to draw money towards you. Yeah, but I, I never said that. It, it, see, the number eight itself represents money, like it's considered a financial number. But if okay. it's toxic to you, you don't want to pick that number. You want to okay. pick a number that's compatible. So are you talking about your home address? No, nope. um, I'm talking about um, the like my home number is a three. Okay. Which is perfect. And my husband is a five, uh-huh. and his date of birth is two six seventy seven, and I'm one one seventy two. Uh huh. And so we need um, for money wise, how to draw money in? Well, I have to tell you, when I listen to that, it's about money affirmations. There is nothing more powerful than affirming financial prosperity daily. And of course, Louise Hay is queen of that. From her book, You Can Heal Your Life. But again, if you go to numberslady.com, click where it says the power of eight, because that's just talking about money. But then I give you the affirmation. If you do a money affirmation daily, which, by the way, it's 15 minutes a day, you can change the financial outlook in your life. Because what we believe is what we manifest. And right now you're afraid about money or lack of money. Right. Well, by affirming it, you can flip that around. And I I live that. (laughs) I do it all the time. So um, so when you put – if you put – an eight you don't have to put an eight anywhere. I'm talking okay. about you doing a money affirmation to get your mind to believe that the money will be there. Okay. Yeah, you don't need the number eight. But the reason I mentioned the power of eight on my site is you can look up the affirmation that I want you to start doing daily. The affirmation. Okay. Yeah. Because, and remember, yes, four, seven, and eight can challenge you. But do you know the three is the magician? That the three, when you believe in magic, it's possible. But you've got to get your mind, your subconscious mind to believe it as well. Okay. Thank you. So look up that daily affirmation. Yeah. And you're just fabulous. Thank we you. We have both your books, and every time I show your books to everybody, they are drawn to them, and when they get a new relationship, they're immediately going, can I borrow your books to make exactly. sure they're right? Yeah, and that's why, you know, when Eldon and I talk about it being God-given, I suppose it was me who was supposed to write the book to lay it out that way, to make it mm-hmm. possible to apply it to your life. You I'm are sold. the first person Thanks for you. calling. Thank Thanks you. for calling, Angela. Well, thank you. All right, let's let's go to line six and talk to Sarah from Los Angeles, California. Welcome to Provocative Enlightenment, Sarah. Hi, thank you so much. 
Hi. Um, I just had a question for, for Glynis. Uh, there's this guy that's come into my life recently, and he wants to produce my record in the summer. And every time I've met with him, I feel like we have this, like, crazy, like, possible, like, love connection. And so I'm getting really nervous about working with him. But if it's toxic or if it's wrong, I'll just put it out of my head, and maybe it'll just be a good working relationship. But I'm just confused what... Well, um, when you get with him, is that when you're singing? Do you want to perform him when he's with you? Well, he's been like a fan of mine for a really long time, and yeah. um, he's like really successful too. And, and so we, we, we've been friends, and then lately when we've been starting to like work together with plans and stuff, I just feel like there's all this chemistry between us. And okay. It's, it's a the chemistry bit... is real, first okay. of all, and it's mutual. That part's easy. You're a six life path, he's a four. The concern I have, if you guys do decide to get involved, you better uh, be on your birth control, my friend, <laughs> because, <laughs> because you were born on a six-life path. He was born on a six-day. Six promotes pregnancy. Oh like, God. people who wind up pregnant accidentally, oh, my gosh, I don't know what happened. They, they both have a six, so you do. So just be aware of that. Okay. But the chemistry is real. That's, that's not uh, you thinking, whoa, what's going on okay, here? Okay. You share the six, which is magnetic. Um, I would try to pull back. I mean, don't let it just happen. Be very aware of it because I think, you know, when you're being creative and doing your thing, and plus the guy's already a fan, you don't want to fall into that trap, you right. know? Yeah. Give it time. Now, he is a four, though, and four life paths, they become an expert what they do. They do take care of you. They want to make you feel protected. Yeah. So I am not against this. I, I see it's good, but, honey, be careful. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling, Thanks Sarah. So much, Glennis. Right. Yes. Glennis, I have to ask you this. Now, your book, Love by the Numbers, says, you know, it's, it's about love, but there's a, a chapter dedicated in your book to sex is by the numbers. So what do you mean by sex is by the numbers? Well, I mean, it turns I, out how do I, a, lot of what, pe- a lot of people that are married have sex. Oh, really? I, I know, didn't know that. I know, it's shocking. I just found this out myself. <laughs> I see. Um, here's what I meant. There, when you get with somebody, if they're especially a natural match or compatible, that promotes chemistry, but here's what's ironic. A challenge, when someone is toxic to you, you will often go physical because mentally you don't connect. Like maybe you're not good at communication, so then it becomes physical, but it burns out. So I covered that in the, that chapter saying, hey, yeah, is great sex in the numbers? Yes, but let's make sure that it's not about toxic numbers where we just get together and we go physical because we have nothing to say. And that's, that's how I covered it in the book. Plus, I believe I've been with my guy eight years. We make sure there's a date night every week. We always go out on dates together to make it fun and feel like we're still just getting to know each other. I read that. That's, uh, I think that's a very important part. All right, let's go back to our phone calls. On line three, we have Debbie from Madison, Wisconsin. Debbie, you're on the air with Glynis McCants. Uh, Hi, Glynis. What is your question? Hi, Eldon. Hi, Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I uh, wondered about my husband. We've been married for 30 years and uh, just checking out my numbers. I think I'm a three life path, and that's all I know. Okay, so I'm going to look and see what else is there. 58 for him. Two, three, four. So he double seven. Oh, let me make sure that's true. 425-1958, is that his birthday? Yes. What's his first name? Dennis. I can't hear that. Dennis. Dennis. Okay, when I see double seven and a two, that's actually considered the sensitivity of the woman. So does he have a gentle spirit? 
Oh, yeah, and in, in astrology, he's like cancer, cancer. Right, but he's very gentle, and so, yeah. you know, you can really tell. Like, if you hurt his feelings, it's very obvious. You can yeah. see it in his eyes. But he's also double seven, and sevens need to find a base of faith that they can believe in. Has he found that yet? Um, yes. Okay, and is it something that you guys do together? Um, yes. Okay, because the other thing is love of beauty, like nature's beauty. Have you guys been able to travel as a couple? Um, not as much as we would like to. Workaholic, yeah. Debbie, I'm asking you to get back. You guys have to go on those trips because when a seven is on an adventure, it brings out the best of who they are and communication. Does he go quiet with you or not? Um, yes. He has to. My goodness, he's double seven. When they shut down, you don't know what's on their mind. And you're a three lifestyle saying, hello, I'm still here. What's going on with you? And it's not personal. But a seven does that when they go inside before they're willing to speak again. So I'm saying if you guys go on some adventures, it, it would actually be healthier for your relationship. I've been wanting to. I've been, the closest we did was we did the Hay House in Tampa, Florida last year together. Well, I'm a firm believer anytime they have a conference, people should be there because it's always so enlightening for you. you know? And that's good for you as a couple. But I'm actually talking about romance, too. You know, I just think Hawaii. I think of places that are pretty with the ocean. And the you know the sunsets and the beautiful area it would be so good and I know looking at your numbers what do you do for work Debbie I work at a library <laughs> okay but you're working all the time no I'm part time so what does he I, do I what's he doing I volunteer at a nature center um at a Gober Garden what does he, Dennis do he works a he has a factory for the um, plastic factory yeah so he's in manufacturing. Okay, but I'm telling, get him out of his regular environment, especially this year. He's in a personal year five, which is a time for movement. If you do, it, it's like a new honeymoon. It would be very sweet for you as a couple. Oh, that's interesting. Now, we're going to move in the fall, so hopefully that's a, that kind of move works out, too. Well, I have to tell you, it would not be ideal. If, I, if you could stall it to next year, you'd be better off because he's in a cycle of five, and when you make a move in a cycle of five, it doesn't go as smoothly as you hope. It hasn't been going smoothly, although we already own the house for moving. Yeah, but still, the move would be great in the new year. Absolutely. Better cycle for both of you. Okay. Okay. Thanks for calling, Debbie. All right, Glennis, I'm going to steal some more of your time before I go back to the phone, if we have uh, the time. But you you heard the setup piece when I talked about 9-11 and the Twin Towers, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to ask you now, as a numerologist, uh, what do the numbers tell us about the Gulf oil disaster? Well, that's an interesting thing. It happened on April 20th, 2010, and the message, that was not a toxic day in numerology. That day is a message to all of us. It adds up to nine, and nine means we're in this together. The number two represents family. So, like, the fact that those people are suffering, their businesses, they're in hardship wherever the leak's happening, that all of us need to care about it. All of us need to feel like it may as well be in my state. That's what this is. It's about bringing us together and also making sure this never happens again. You know, there were warnings about this, that that uh, oil rig was in trouble, and they ignored it, you know. And sure, you can call it greed that they were collecting money, but it wasn't okay. Remember, the administration plays a role in that as well. The Obama administration has signed up on a co- signed off on a couple of things thinking that it was fine, and that's when Obama announced they were going to look to drill some more. Remember that? Yeah, I do. Oh, very well. Yeah, very, so what very, I'm very saying well. is this is something where we, we have to step up and make sure that it does not happen again. And then, when, of course, we have to head towards uh, better solutions, you know, solar energy and all that. But it was not a victim day. See, sometimes things happen. It's the day of the victim, which, by the way, 9-11 was. 
9-11 was a 2-5 in numerology. The two, re- well, the 5 represents drama where it doesn't even look real. Like something happens, you're like, wow, is this a movie? And remember when people watched 9-11 on television, it looked like a movie, didn't it? It did. didn't look real. But then the number two represents coming together. And by that night, if you recall, Gore and Bush were still fighting and people were still vi- divided on the president. That day, we all joined together and said, we're in this together. Please help us. So it, there's, there's a lot of what I love about numerology, obviously. It's, it's my favorite thing. But it's because every day there's a message. Every moment there's a message. All right. Well, I want you to give us, uh, since we have about 30 seconds left, the message on, once again, how we get your books and how we get okay. your website. If they head over to numberslady.com, and that's plural. A lot of people do it wrong and they go number lady. It's numberslady.com. They can look. They'll see my book, Love by the Numbers. It's about improving your relationship. Glennis has your numbers there, too, which kind of tells you how to implement numbers in your life. I've got a free newsletter. They can sign up for that. Um, and also look up your life path number and your attitude. It's all there at numberslady.com. You're a great guest, and I'm sure you've been told that many, many times, Glynis. Thank you, I uh, appreciate you being on the show. I'm sure everybody out there does. And we've come to the end of another hour of provocative enlightenment. And I want to thank everybody uh, for participating and writing and being a part of our show. I apologize to you if we... We're unable to get to you, and you were on the phone. Maybe we'll be able to do that next time. But until next time, remember, believing in yourself always matters.